வெல்கம் டு கிரியேட்டிங் வெல் த்ரூ பேசிவ் அப்பார்ட்மெண்ட் இன்வெஸ்டிங் பாட்காஸ்ட் இன் திஸ் ஷோ வி வில் டிஸ்கஸ் அபவுட் பெஸ்ட் அண்ட் வர்ஸ்ட் எக்ஸ்பீரியன்சஸ் அபவுட் பேசிவ் அண்ட் ஆக்டிவ் அப்பார்ட்மெண்ட் இன்வெஸ்டிங் அண்ட் ஐ ஆம் யுவர் ஹோஸ்ட் ராமகிருஷ்ணா Let's begin the show. Today's our guest is Elanis Kamargo from Third Stone Properties. Welcome Elanis. Thank you Rama. Thank you so much for having me on. Sure. Thank you. Thank you very much. And a little bit about Elanis. Elanis Kamargo is a co-founder and CEO of Third Stone Properties. She started off as an out-of-state investor targeting Jacksonville, Florida while living in New York City. Several years later she moved to Jacksonville to focus on growing her portfolio and helping other out of state investors acquire and manage properties in Jacksonville. Elnis and her husband currently own seven single family properties in Jacksonville and manage 117 doors with a mix of single family homes, residential and commercial multifamilies in Jacksonville and Miami. They have helped investors from all around the world break into the Jacksonville market. So with that Elnis would you like to add anything to your background? No, that was perfect. Thank you so much for the intro. Sure. Uh thank you very much. And so would you share your thought process of getting into real estate? Sure. So we moved from from Miami to Gainesville, me and my husband where we went to college and then after that we moved to New York and we were planning on staying there long term and buying an apartment to live in instead of renting. and after a few months there we realized you know it would be such a huge investment to buy an apartment in new york city and instead we decided to invest our money our savings so we were familiar with florida since we were from miami which is south florida but we were we knew that the price points there were too high for us to start investing in so then we did some research and settled on jacksonville So February of 2018 we started investing and self-managing from New York and we acquired I think five properties while we were in in New York and then a little over a year ago we moved to Jacksonville to continue to focus full time on real estate and to uh, build the business of their own properties which is you know sales and property management for out of state investors great and would you share some best practices and challenging experiences managing from out of state yes definitely as new investors it was it was challenging because we had inherited tenants in our first three properties and the first two ended up in on eviction so the first tenant abandoned the property and left it in really bad shape after just a few months of us owning it so it was challenging because we had never seen the property so we bought them all site unseen and we had to trust a contractor that we had never worked with before and basically we didn't even have the keys to the property so we had to climb through the window and you know send us pictures and we had to trust him fully in in uh, rehabbing this property for us when we had never met him or been to the house at all um so that was very challenging and and building the team was another challenge we just had an agent at the time we didn't have anybody to list the property uh we had to meet the contractor meet a listing agent and then uh network and meet handy like a handyman and and different vendors that we can use for that first property and then as we began acquiring the other ones we had to continue building the team uh so that was pretty challenging to do from out of state with full time jobs but we also enjoyed it so it was a, a fun challenge sure and thank you very much and would you share any best tips or i mean 
best practices like when, when you're managing from out of state? If you're self-managing, definitely setting up a process of how, you know, when you're collecting rent or how you're collecting rent, how you're communicating with tenants. And then a process of what happens if a tenant pays leave. What are you going to do about that? Um, I did use Cozy for collecting rent and managing any maintenance items. And then I used Stessa, which is another free tool for all of my accounting and keeping track of all of the expenses. So those are really great tools if somebody is self-managing their own property. Cool. And thank you. Thank you very much. And also you're managing uh, another 117 doors for the other investors, right? Out of state or yes. in-state investors. Yes, exactly. So would you share what is the reason behind going into property management side? No? Sure. Yes. Great question. So we were self-managing and we had just heard we networked a lot with other investors, like new and seasoned investors. And uh, they had told us their challenges of, you know, their struggles of using property managers. And um, and they didn't have, you know, most people didn't want, most of the people we spoke to didn't want to manage their own properties and they didn't have time or desire to want to deal with tenants. Um, so it just, we really wanted to get into real estate full time. And at the same time, we knew that, we wouldn't be able to save enough money to buy enough properties to live off of the cash flow. So we were thinking of other ways that we can do real estate full-time without not just relying on cash flow, but building a business. So I became a licensed agent while I was in New York because you have to wait several years to, to hang your license in order to open the brokerage. I wanted to do that ahead of time before moving here. And then I researched a lot about uh, managing properties. And of course, trying different things and setting up processes on my own properties. That was a way to do something that we're very passionate about full time and then try to do it better than these very established um, property management companies. So we wanted to be like managing the properties the way that an investor would want. And we're very connected to our, the properties we manage and treat them as if they were our own versus, you know, a standard property management company that, you know, doesn't put as much time and effort into each of the properties that they manage. Got it. And thank you. So if an investor comes to you and if they bring some deals, so what exactly look from your side? So before accepting or before, you know, going for managing that property? Sure. So we do, if the investor go, goes ahead and signs on with us, we do an inspection. Like we send a third party inspector to the property at our own cost. And we have them review everything inside the property for safety. And then we go back to the owner and let them know, like, there's a smoke alarm missing or there's a leak or different things that could be safety issues, either for the tenant or for the property. And then we work to get that fixed. So those, that's really important. And all the owners we've worked with have never pushed back. And, you know, something that, that helps them to avoid any lawsuits from tenants and then also avoid any destruction or, like, bad things happening to their house for a week or further damage happening to their properties. Got it. And so how how is your communication process with the uh, owners? We were very heavily involved with the owners, depending on their communication style. Some of them like to just communicate via email. A lot of them do text back and forth with me. So after they become a client, if there's nothing going on with, like no emergencies going on with their property, they 
basically get a statement and access to the to our property management portal that we use and they access their statement and see, you know, I need little things to happen with their properties. But if something bigger is going on or an emergency, I definitely do call or set up a time via text to speak with them about about the problem. So we're in constant communication if there is something going on. Other than that, most of the time, you know, usually people don't want to hear from me because that means that something bad is happening to their property if they already have a tenant in place. Um, and then while we're placing tenants, I keep in communication every week, letting them know how many people have seen the property, how many have applied, and then letting them know of the most qualified applicant whenever that time comes. Got it. And thank you. And what other KPIs are key indicators? Mm-hmm. That we collect from the from the applicant? Yeah, from from the I mean the from the properties and what other information you would share with the no owners. Oh sure. Um, so it's it's basically like I said, any safety issues in the property, anything that we feel should be repaired or updated. Uh, we just took over a duplex that's a pretty unique one where it it doesn't have it has two meters for electricity, but the owner is paying the meter, and then the previous property management company was having the tenant split up the meter readings and it was just very complicated what they were doing. So we saw that there was two meters. So we called the electric company and we set it up in a way where the tenant can sign up to their own electric bill and the owner no longer has to pay for it and get reimbursed. So we try to like, if we see something odd like that, uh, we bring it to the attention of the owner and we try to get it to be resolved or, or to be easier. Then for applicants, we of course check evictions, backgrounds, credit scores. We try to shoot for three times rental income um, in all areas and verify rental history and make sure that the income is accurate as well. So we collect pay stubs and everything. And for the the rental history verification, we send out like a two-page questionnaire to the previous landlord or property manager to make sure that, you know, that they were good tenants and they were paying, had a good uh, payment history. Got it. And so on what kind of software tools used for, you know, tracking? For tenant placement, we use a, a company called the Rent Screener, and they use TransUnion for their credit and background checks. And then we double-check the backgrounds on the local county records because it's, it's known that even the big background check companies, they sometimes don't have all of the evictions on a person. So we always verify it with the local county records and... Then for property management, we use RentVine, which is a sister company of Rent Screener. And okay, thank you. Thanks for sharing that. Sure. And what what kind of promotions and advertising you uh, your company would use to you know increase uh, net operating income or increase the uh, occupancy? Sure. So we list primarily on the Zillow's network, and then we also list on Facebook Marketplace, especially when it's a lower income property. And if the property is not getting much attention, we we pay for ads on Facebook, so we boost the property. And then if it's a low-income property, we also list on the local Section 8 uh, website. So we're typically able to get tenants like within one or two weeks on most properties, and at most it would be like four weeks is you know the average time span. We also use started using a few months ago a self-showing technology. And that's been able to increase 
the speed as to how how quickly we can get units rented out and get properties got it and thank you so would you share any of your best real estate investing experience so far yes yeah, so we um we just recently refinanced three of our properties into a portfolio loan and that was the the first time that we did that we had bought our fourth property with a conventional loan it was like a standard buy and hold rent ready property and then the fifth and sixth ones were you know complete rehab we spent the fifth one we spent 25,000 and on the sixth one we spent around I think like 50,000 to rehab it and then instead of refinancing those individually we found a portfolio lender that would allow us to refinance those three together because the one we bought with a conventional loan had built up enough equity um where we can pull some of the money out of it so we refinanced those three together and we were able to pull out a lot more money than than we initially expected with when we were just going to do number 5 and 6 separately so we bought those properties with a partner and now we have enough of the cash back where we can basically the company the LLC that we have together self funded can self fund the next property that we buy together where we don't have to put in like our own cash and more to buy the next deal cool awesome and would you also share any creative idea you have implemented as part of your deals or your managed properties um sure so in the past like when when properties are coming up for rent now in this current market we've been able to push uh rents quite a bit so with first with the showing technology and second with how responsive we are we've been able to rent properties higher than what like the average property manager or self manager can do so we've been able to to, to do that and then we started doing different things in our leases where uh for example the first year we recommend that the owner pays for filters and for an AC maintenance program and then once the tenants renew they would be responsible for paying those items then for the renewals instead of charging owners we pass that cost on to the tenant only $100 but it saves the owner that money and we're able to get an inspection done that we can show the owner and you know the tenant is fine paying that because it's not it's not much and then if they do move out we started passing the cleaning fee off to the tenant so that's you know between 250 and 350 savings that the owner would save if they do have a turnover and if they have a turnover after one year of the tenant being there we also done where we lowered our placement fee if the tenant doesn't stay for longer than one year so different things like that to increase profit of of the owners for their specific properties got it and thank you thanks for sharing that would you also share any challenging experiences on the illustrate side so far it's pretty much just learning how to deal with different people you know personalities or when you move a tenant into a property that has an issue that we didn't know about um a lot of the a lot of the properties that we take over are new acquisitions and we do the best that we can to inspect the property and te- we test the water we test you know the outlets and we test a lot of different things but sometimes of a property sitting vacant for a long time before a client acquires it and then they do a rehab there was one specific one where it was vacant for a while we rehabbed it we tested everything and it was working fine and then 3 days after the tenants moved in and started using the water the pipes were very old and they cracked but there was absolutely no way to catch that ahead of time so of course it's very challenging when somebody moves in they have a huge problem and then you have to work 
first with the vendors to get it fixed as quickly as possible. You have to work with the owner to communicate and, you know, let them know what's going on with the situation. And of course, work with a tenant that's very unhappy that just moved in and is having, you know, major issues. So it's just learning to be very calm, organized, and um, having the right contacts that can help you solve these major issues quickly. Awesome. And thank you for, thank you very much for sharing that. So what is your current focus and share something you're excited about now? Yeah. So our current focus is um, growing the property management side of the portfolio. So we have the 117 doors and our goal is to get to 200 doors by the end of the year. And then next year, we'll most likely want to focus on either investing in new construction, like in a pretty, like a larger deal, new construction or building something. So we always come up with, you know, at the end of the year, we come up with our goals for the following year and we work really, really hard to to achieve those goals. So this year was, you know, growing the portfolio and bringing on the agent that we were using for many years. We have brought him on as a partner to our company and he has over like 15 years of real estate and property management experience in, in this area. So that's been a really huge help for our clients and, and for our business as well. Cool. And good luck with that. Thank you. And any one advice that impacted you, Elnis? I would say when we first started, like we were, you know, worried about placing offers and um, we, we were overanalyzing deals, which I think happens to a lot of people that are starting to invest. And then we realized like placing an offer was free to do. You know, you don't lose anything as long as you have contingencies in place. So that really helped us like just placing offers and seeing which one stuck at the time, especially in this current market. We tell that to our clients all the time. They can place an offer. And if when we see the property, if it's, um, you know, not what we were thinking, we can easily back out and they can get their deposits back. And then I would say also um, not being too stuck on one strategy and being flexible with what the market's offering and what's out there in the market. Great. Yeah. So any, any of your personal habits that are helping you to be successful? Probably the organization side, because to be in property management, you have to be very organized. You have to have all the processes in place. Also, I, I did digital marketing for like over 10 years. And doing different things like when we were vetting a new tool to use for, you know, the job that we were doing, um, that helped us in, in this sense because I had to find, uh, you know, I had to test and find the self-showing technology. I had to find a property management system. I had to find a rent screening system. So having that background of like researching and, and finding the best tools for my past careers helped me in establishing these processes in our current business. Got it. Yeah. Any books that impacted your life and what way? I would say the there was a rental property investing book by Brandon Turner that I really helped me because we we had just bought our first property with the inherited tenant and then I needed to learn how to um sorry, the rental management book by Brandon Turner. Um I needed to learn how to manage properties. So <laughs> I read that book right after we bought our first property and then long distance real estate investing by David Green was another really good one because when we bought our first out of state property sight unseen, a lot of friends and family thought we were crazy for doing that. 
And I read that book shortly after and the author also, you know, did the same thing, invested all over the country, um, sight unseen from California. So it made us feel like we were doing something that wasn't that crazy and that other people had done and that, you know, it was a, a good path to go on. Cool. Yeah. Great books. How are you giving back to community? In terms of real estate, it would be helping more new investors. So a lot of our clients are newbie investors. They've, they've never invested before. They're just starting to learn. Um, so we do spend a lot of time that most other companies or agents don't spend hand-holding them or, you know, we're talking to people constantly at all hours of the day and night and weekend. Um, but we build very close relationships and friendships with a lot of our clients. So we feel like that's kind of giving back because most, again, most agents, especially in like the price points of starter single family homes won't, won't take the time to do that. But we really enjoy it and we really enjoy helping people reach their investing goals and we take a lot of time helping them with Yep. Great. So how can listeners can connect with you, Elness? Sure. They can visit our website, which is thirdstoneproperties.com. Or they can find me on Instagram at investor EMC. Um, I post a lot on there about our journey and about our different clients that we're working with and rehab that we're doing. So people find it helpful. Cool. And thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. And thanks for sharing your experiences. Thank you so much. It was great being on your show. Sure. Thank you. If you like the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And if you want to connect with me, please send me a message info at ushacapital.com thank you for listening creating wealth through passive apartment investing podcast i hope you learned something from the show see you in the next episode thank you any information provided from these shows are educational purpose only as always please consult with your own cpa legal and financial advisor before investing